This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Rumashes Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. Basically what Ryan just said is, y'all can't hate from outside 2020, y'all can't even get in. (laughs) (laughs) And they just threw it, they just, they just put it right down. They just, they... They just unzipped and laid it right there on the table for you. And it's just, huh. All right. Well, there. That's all right. That happened. That's it. That happened. That's yeah. it. See, this is what happens. Oh, welcome everyone to Last Man After Dark. This is the Last Man Only segment where the boys go put their heads in the sand, and Last Man just takes you on down to uh, to Nunai Town, I suppose. I haven't found out. I haven't found out. Cancel, cancel. Oh, hey, you're back. Two snorts of spotchka, please. Good evening, Craft Beer. My name is Donnie. This is the Brewmasters Club podcast, Craft Brews Geek News, the official podcast of the Craftology Radio Network, a collection of craft beer and geek news tied loosely together. Here we talk about national stories, local flavors, and our favorite geeking nuggets of pop culture. Who could speak to these topics? But more, Mr. Rye Guy, how are you? Doing fantastic this afternoon, evening, however you want to say it. And uh, sure. just got done eating some tacos for dinner, so... Awesome. That's Feeling a fun right. fact. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Gotta love it. It's also Election <laughs> Tuesday, but whatever. Uh, Mr. Lossman, how are you? I well, that's the for later, Donnie. The election. <laughs> Taco, <laughs> Taco <laughs> supersede the election. That's clearly more important. I mean, obviously, I think we can all agree on that one. Uh, what was it? What was the South Park episode? A turd sandwich in a... a well, we're saying it now. A giant douche. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Giant yep. douche or a turd sandwich. Yep. Yeah, that's. I feel like we're still in the middle of that cycle, uh, and that's where my political opinions lie. So, <laughs> I yeah, my sentiments are are the same. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, and this is not a political podcast, so no. that's all I'm, I'm gonna nope. say. Nope, that's why it's taco night. That's right. Correct. We're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> I get it, Ryan. <laughs> taco about it. Taco about it. Taco but about it. it is. It is election night, and it is the most important thing you can do if you can do. So good for you if you can and do. That's all I had to say about it, boys. How was your Halloween? Let's talk about that. Wait, you didn't introduce? Oh no, you did. Never mind. Sorry. A little <laughs> delay there. There, there. There's a little delay there. There's a little delay. Oh, okay. Yeah. How was your Halloween, <laughs> Ryan? Oh, I thought you were talking to the last man. No, my Halloween was great. Yeah, trick or treating okay, with awesome. the little one and uh, got a whole bunch of candy and yeah, it was fantastic. Did you guys find a place to go trick or treat? And where did you go in, around town? So I, I took Cora down the streets where I grew up uh, in Turtle Creek, <laughs> and uh, all right, there was nobody out. Like it was crazy, yeah. nobody out. But there, there was, was nobody people, here. There were still people giving out candy, and then we went to West Chase, and I ended up hanging out with. Uh, my old pastor, believe it or not, and uh, Pastor Phil. Uh, no, nope. Um, and 
uh, just drinking some beers with him and eating candy. It was fun. Yeah. Pastors drink, so it's okay. Yeah, they can do that. Yeah. No, the past Pastor Phil was, um, I think, from like four Christmases or something. I forget what Pastor Phil was from. <laughs> I just, every time someone says Pastor, I think Pastor Phil. I don't well, know you why. like racked my brain. I was like, I don't know a Pastor Phil, but should I? Should I know <laughs> who that is? I don't know. No, it wasn't. It probably wasn't a real person. I, I'm not sure. Lossman, how about yours? How was how was yours, buddy? Oh, um, I was great. Um, I was uh, well. I was bandit from smoking the bandit because um, I still had the mustache at the time, and that went over great until uh, again. We're just gonna go these places these days. Uh, it's 2020. <laughs> Uh, until one of my coworkers said that, um, he said he was real excited to see that the gay rodeo was in town. And I was like, nope. It's oh. <laughs> like, I'm Bandit <laughs> from Smoking the Bandit. So, <laughs> that's a funny burn. You got to give him that. Um, Good but, intentions uh, with unintended consequences. Yeah, oh, no. But I loved it. I had a really good time. And, good. Um, and I really didn't do a whole lot except we reverse trick-or-treated, which was actually really fun. Um, I'd never seen this inside Nick candy all day. No. So what we did was, uh, my better half was like, Hey, you know, I just want to get out of the house. I want like, like, I don't know. I just want like something like, like a cherry limeade or something like that. So we went to Sonic's and that was fun. And I didn't realize this on, on Halloween or I don't know, maybe it was the day of the week that we went, but they had 50 cent corn dogs. And I was like, well, let's make that rain. And we got cherry limeades, and we got, we got. Uh, I think she got a coney dog, and we got just a you know bunch of corn dogs. And then when we went through the drive-through, we had just come from Target. We actually were like, you know, she had found this cool new candy that has a pretzel in it, and then it's chocolate, and I guess it's Reese's made. I don't know. Um, I don't eat candy, and so she was like driving through the drive-thru and she goes hey she goes do you want some candy and the guy behind the drive-thru is like yeah he's like whoa he's like i just saw that one for the first time today and she goes well here you go and she just slid the whole bag over and he was like i think like i just trick-or-treated <laughs> and <laughs> they were all in costume and it was like really great like it was just a good experience so shout out to sonic in lakeland i don't know if they all do it but that was just a really good experience they were all dressed up everyone's having fun and just trying to make the best of it and yeah, and the guy was really appreciative. He was like, that was really nice. Like, this has been fun working the drive-thru at Sonic. I'm like, cool. <laughs> Did he at least say trick-or-treat? No. Whoops. We should... I know where he works. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Go back, Go back Go and call the... him out. Yeah, I'm just going to say, hey, man, we were in here a couple days ago. What the hell? <laughs> you never said trick-or-treat. <laughs> yeah, what sort of sham are you trying to pull? All right. <clears throat> About so many corn dogs. The wool's over your eyes, Louse. Well, the wool is over your eyes. Let's just say that. <laughs> corn dogs are good, though. Got to give them a shout out on that, too. Nice. So you didn't go anywhere else with your costume except for work? I mean, I went to work and I went to Sonic's. I got sweet corn dogs. In your costume? Heck, yeah. I'm not going to like, oh, I went to Target in my costume. <laughs> I mean, that would have been I like, classic. I, I, the reason I ask is the, the only place I saw people was out and about. Like, I didn't see... Our neighborhood was like pitch black dead, like everything was just off. There was nobody anywhere around. So I don't know where well, trick or treaters went if that was still a thing. <laughs> again, you know, so we had uh, uh, my significant other put a small little table out and some treats. And uh, I got my new ring doorbell and I found out that a lot of people really enjoyed it. And like, uh, like adult people 
we're walking by, even like a UPS guy was like, oh, sweet. <laughs> like you could see the joy in his face. And he swung by, dropped off a package, picked up some like Fritos and some like Reese's cups. And he was like out of there, but with a smile on his face. And I was like, all right, props on her. Like she did a really good job. You guys Wonderful. had Fritos in your bowls, dude. We had free, we had chili Fritos. We had um, like sour. We had got like the snack pack of chips. And we nice. set those out. We set some some candy out and stuff like that, and set some hand sanitizer for anybody who felt like they might have touched too many doorknobs, which I feel like all the time. <laughs> but uh, that's jokes on me for going around touching doorknobs. I mean, it's sort of a hobby of mine. <laughs> I just go, ooh, look at this one. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> No, but it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a good little setup, and she made it all spooky and stuff like that, and yeah, it uh, brought joy. She said so she rode the elevator with somebody today, and they were like, hey, you really made Halloween, like, actually a thing. Like, otherwise, I would have forgot all about it, so. Nice. That was that was the one good. thing, you know, it's funny that, uh, that you said that, because that was the one thing that Cora and I were doing as we were walking around trick-or-treating, yeah. you know, we were both just like, hey, thanks for, you know, passing out candy and really trying to, you know, keep this thing alive. Yeah. So. It's nice. That's, That's how great. all those snot-nosed brats should have been every single year, though. Like, hey, thank you for giving me free candy. You don't appreciate it till it's gone, Donnie. That's yeah. right. That's what I'm saying. Not the, that's all I'm saying is that, you know, this thing, there's a lot of those things, though. It's like, oh, man, I really did appreciate that. Yeah. The yeah. UPS man. I appreciate that man. I appreciate a well-oiled doctor's office or dentist office that you can go into and not have to feel like you were sitting in the sick you know it's stuff like that you're like oh this is really uh yeah I'm, I'm appreciative for this i agree <laughs> heck yeah not just me and it's not just doctor's offices and candy you know halloween it's it's a lot of stuff like that so hopefully hopefully that kind of stuff and i think we said it before i think we said at the beginning of this this thing this this covid thing because we've been doing this you know like this for a long time this remotely thing we, we do it in person we can but um mm-hmm. it does make you say like wow like that was that was i, I appreciated that so yep. um, you could you could ask my wife, my wife. You can ask her anytime I go to a drive-through or something like that. You know, it takes ten or fifteen minutes because I like to ask people how their day is and things like that. So it's it it's you appreciate that stuff and those those things. You know, don't seem to have stopped. And and if they did, I'd be I'd be upset. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm happy they're still around. Well, that's good. Yep, that's good. Yeah. That it's good that people haven't forgot. But um, no, my my Halloween was fine. We we got housework done as we always do every week at weekend. It seems like. Um, but I really I don't know about you guys. I really enjoyed the extra hour this weekend. Oh, that's yeah. what I really enjoyed. Um, like Halloween was actually on a what a Friday, Saturday. and then we had Saturday. Sat- or Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we had Saturday, but then sun- Saturday night, you know, going into Sunday, we had an extra hour, and I feel like I got up at regular time, but I had, you know, so much more time to do stuff, and I don't think I've ever capitalized on a daylight savings time like I did this year, as in, like, we got up, and we were just killing it, and by, like, noon, we had done a whole bunch of crap that we didn't, you know, we didn't anticipate, so I was, I was happy with that, <laughs> more so Excellent. than Halloween, I'll say. Yeah. I uh, I woke up and was like, I got another hour of Rocket League. Cool. <laughs> so totally That's exactly right. No, I played, you should I, have squandered it. I, I played golf. Shocker. But I played yeah. golf. <laughs> but did you start earlier or just regular time? It felt like I started too late, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what time did you start? 12.30, which was actually On perfect. Sunday? 
because I was able to watch the Raven Steelers game on my golf cart while golfing. So that was <laughs> nice. That's fantastic, actually. I'm pretty sure when they when they won, I I'm pretty sure I messed up somebody's tee shot. So yeah, Good on you. I was Woo! that guy. I was that guy. Was that yeah, guy. yeah. I have that. So well. The other exciting thing that happened to, to me, to us, and it wasn't exactly uh, Halloween or Daylight Savings related, but um, I had spent some time with our friends over at WUSF for their podcast called The Zest. And um, it's basically all about Florida and Florida. It's typically about like Florida culture and beer and f- not really beer, but food and like the kind of stuff that Floridians get into. Like one of their more popular episodes that I listened to was all about mangoes and all the weird things you can do with mangoes, which you could, you know, make pies and do all sorts of stuff. It's fun because, you know, mango and, and guava is such like a native thing to Florida that it was just so interesting to hear how passionate people could be. And it reminded me of us talking about beer. And so many, many moons, I'd say years, probably over a year and a half, if not more ago. I remember uh, I reached out. Yeah, I reached out to this show, and we had a pretty good relationship. We, you know, we weren't sure when it was going to connect, and then finally, um, their one of their producers reached out to me to talk on their podcast um, for uh, a beer segment, and, to, and primarily about 2021. And awesome. so, of course, it's you know you can't really talk about 2021 without referencing 2020 and COVID and closures. The and dumpster how fire. Breweries got you know like really really raw handed and um and it's it's hard not to but looking to 2021 i think that and ryan you can you you've you know you've talked to quite a few brewers and friends of ours that own breweries but people are optimistic and i think that that's all we need is to be optimistic about it and to say tap rooms are going to be open and and covid's you know with a uh, vaccine or whatever it is that happens whenever it does you know hopefully this stuff does calm down and we can get back to the new normal and um and i'm just excited about it but that's that's you know the sentiment that i shared and we had some good dialogue about what that means and what it could mean and and how that will affect you know craft beer beyond 2021 but um you guys got any any five second quick thoughts on 2021 state of craft beer ryan we can start with you well I think 2021 is going to be a really good year for everything in general, especially, I think, you know, uh, craft beer breweries that have had, you know, many, many, many setbacks, uh, distribution centers that can't distribute beer now is, you know, starting to slowly be able to creep it all back out. And I, I just can think it's shortage. Well, can shortage. Yeah. We talked about that, but I, I, I do. I mean, I'm optimistic. I, I, I can see it. You know, people are traffic's getting, busier and busier now and uh all the people that couldn't drive before still can't drive but they're they're worse uh but still i think it's gonna be a good year i i really do i really do it can't be much worse yeah i mean it could knock on wood yeah it, it always could it could be the year of, the, of 1536 or whatever when a volcano shut the world down for three years and there was no sunlight but that's we all fine. couldn't wait for 2019 to end and now we can't wait for 2020 then, so who knows what's in store for us next. Basically what Ryan just said is, y'all can't hate from outside 2020, y'all can't even get in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember how bad 2019 was at this point. Like, gee, Oh, that's us. ancient history. Like, we should just start back at one. <laughs> like, yeah. 2021 20. should just be one. That's it. Everything else that came before <laughs> ah, us is over. The Xbox one. approach. Yeah. Very, very interesting. 
You're welcome. No, it should be 2020 X then. And then the 2020 Series X can come out next year. Oh, and then we can look forward to the 2020 360. Uh, yeah. The 2020 360 Series X, Y. Mm, that's we just... hate Xbox's naming convention. <laughs> Can't do nothing about it. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we do. I do have a couple beer stories for us to get into, and we've got a couple else there. But boys, let's start off every episode like we normally do with our famous segment: "What are you drinking? What are you going to drink? Who has a beer that isn't highlight this evening?" Oh, I do. Shots across uh, the yay. bow, and that's that's not a shot at highlight. It's just a shot that I think you and you both had highlights independently on the last two episodes. That's fine. So I love highlight. It's my favorite beer. Yeah, we're not saying anything bad about Highlight for sure, but I do believe that this will be the first time this particular beer has been shared on the podcast. All right, so bring it I'm on. very and it's not a seltzer, guys. Imagine that it's not a seltzer. You must be fresh out there, Nancy. Yeah, no, I have I have one to my right. I just picked up an oh, actual Jesus. craft beer. You're welcome. Shoot, nice um, done. Shoot for the moon. <laughs> so, Stone Brewery Wizards and Gargoyles Hazy Coffee IPA, canned. I know, I know your reaction there, Lost, but actually, if you look at it on um, uh, Beer Advocate, it's scored an 87, and it's actually uh, getting a 3.77 out of 5 rating. <laughs> this was canned August 5th, Best Buy 12320. So I have not tried it yet, but uh, evidently it's got Centennial, Cashmere, Citra, and Azeka hops. Uh, I'm trying to see here where the it doesn't really mention anything about the grain, but it's it's brewed with or yeah brewed with coffee. So I want to know how does it how does it taste? I got I got to know what a coffee IPA tastes like. I was a little Sounds hesitant crazy. too. I really was. Um, <laughs> so. He's he's taking many sips, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Many sips. Well, many sips. Small sip there. <sighs> many sips. We're taking small sips. Yeah. The One of the only there. small sippers in the league. Um, yep, yep, yep. But his batting average is uh, accurate so far. I was really excited to, to get more coffee. At this point, I feel like the hops and the coffee have just sort of muted each other out. Is it is it pine, like because what I've had I've not wait had wait wait hold coffee. on I re, uh, let me redact that I'm getting coffee after, so I'm getting IPA at front coffee after. Right, we don't care what your plans are after the show, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, kidding. I don't know. I mean, maybe we should just leave coffee out of IPAs. So what is it? What do you mean, though? Like, is it sweet at the beginning, sweet at the end? Is there? Because what I was trying to say is that I've had like some weird crap. Like, I don't know what kind of IPA it was, but it might have been something close to a coffee. Um, and it was like you could almost taste like a little smokiness at the front, but it was still piney. So like the sweetness played off the pine. And then the bitterness came in, and then you were left with like X flavor. Is that kind of how the transition's going, or how does it, uh, how does it I taste? Don't, I don't know. Like, well, me being the coffee drinker that I am, I drink it black, no cream, no sugar. No, I, I feel like it. Uh, I feel like I wanted more coffee. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, is it I was... sweet at all? Like, is there any sweetness to it? Huh. Just is it roasty? You got to do some better describing than yes or no. <sighs> yeah, like. I'm even better at... Well, here, here's what it says on Beer Advocate. <laughs> it's good. Centennial, Casimir, Citra, Azeka hops joined by two in-development supplied... What? Modern Times Coffee Masters. Oh, okay. 
I don't know where that came from. Uh, I don't. It doesn't really say much. I'm not sure how I feel. Why don't about you do this. the talking for it, Ryan? Yeah. Well, I, I no. I'm trying to describe it. Like you definitely get the IPA sensation. A little sessionable as well. It feels light bodied, but I wanted more roasty coffee flavor. Maybe it has to be warmer. I don't know. How does that work? Is it British? I give it a two and a half. <laughs> Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Then you just ruined it to that. Ugh, so, boy, really sandbagging. Well, I, see sip, I see you sticking that sandbag, and I see you sipping on that uh, highlight there. Oh, do <laughs> you now? <laughs> okay. Oh, highlight. Well, this is because uh, my wait, other wait, beers. Did we just squander Ryan's review? No, no, no. Oh, no, my, no, my no. review should not be squandered, but uh, it it ends there. How's that? Very uneventful. Thank you, Ryan, for that. I had such high hopes for this beer. I really did. I'm sorry. You let me down. I can't imagine how you feel. Maybe it would be better. Maybe I should have had it off the tap. I don't know. Maybe it was more coffee. I don't know. Maybe you should have had a more like brewery-esque type like experience. So needless to say, you're not, you're just not, you're not not, sold on it, eh? Not hoppy. It's not hoppy. Ugh. Okay, I feel well, like I let so that. So what was that again? Get play it back one more time. This is this is hard to follow. What so? What is it that you didn't like about it? What is the beer called? My beer? Yes. Oh, um, it's the Stone uh, Brewery Wizards and Gargoyles Hazy Coffee IPA. What I loved about it is definitely a, if it, if it didn't have the coffee or expectation of coffee, it'd be a great IPA. But with the expectation of coffee, I would like it to have had more of a full, rich body uh, coffee presence. It did not have that. It felt like maybe it, it, maybe it could just be this This would have been better in August. What are we in? Uh, November now? So August, September, October. So it could be that just over time, the hops and the coffee just muted each other out. I, I don't want to take anything. So too, it just, it just got really muted. It's got really dulled down, you think? Yeah. Whatever yep. it was, yeah, agreed. And maybe that's what they were going for. I, who is who? Who knows? It just it, it, to each their own. But all right, well, good. I just wanted a fair review. I want to be able to like, like if I want to try that or not, because I kind of wanted to try it. But maybe I not. will try this again when I can get it fresh. Okay. Fair. So all right, but all it right. still gets to awesome. I'm sorry, right I didn't mean to cut you off. I just had to, I had to round out his review. I, I had to hear what the export was there. You didn't mean to cut me off. <clears throat> However, you called me out for having a highlight as my auxiliary beer, and then you totally cut me off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all correct. I lived up to both. I'm sorry, one more time. I'm sorry? <laughs> I said I'm sorry, one more time. Uh, I didn't mean to cut you off there. You're the worst. <laughs> you know yeah. that. Yeah, just the worst. I lived right, up to right. both expectations that I set our last show. Uh, I got more seltzer but i'm not talking about it because it's garbage however i did drink a few of them i just don't like them and they are the uh bud light platinum seltzer like their variety pack and yeah. the wild berry again and then i've got a <clears throat> citrus they don't even say which citrus they just go citrus in general <laughs> what do they do put them all in a blender and go ah they'll drink it like that's it's just, a urinal cake yeah like it's, it's just it the most bland sort of Adjective, just yeah, hope you enjoy maybe an orange. I don't know, you might get some like, of the lemon bit. Like, it's who Bud, knows? It's, it's Bud Light Seltzer uh, juice. Yeah, ju- <laughs> whatever fell off that ju- truck and that juice. pallet. 
However, that's not the real. That's not why I started with that one. The reason I started with that one is because it's it. But uh, I got. Boop, boop. I brought my Budweiser. Oh, you nitro brought the nitro. Reserve gold. And I didn't even open it yet because it's got so many damn directions on it. Let's see it. Yeah. It's not that many directions. We talked about this. Thank you for following up on the story, though, because I did want to see how this mother effer winds up for you. Yeah. So Ooh. crack it. Crack it cool, and Ryan, if you can, if you can just narrate the experience that Louse is going through right now. Okay, let's okay. see. Okay, he's so holding the can first. Yeah, it, I, want, oh. I want play by play. Ryan, you are the most sports fan here. Please illustrate what's happening for the podcast listeners. Ladies and gentlemen out there, right now, Louse man is dangling it between his thumb and index finger, twirling it around as if it and is not a piece his of wiener. gold. We're talking about above a the can waist. of Bud Light, not, not the yeah, gold finger, the waist, not so the gold finger. Known. Yeah. Above the waist, yes. Just it looks like a weird it. old can. Like it looks like an old can. <clears throat> yep, it's Does glistening. It? It's glistening. It's gold. But it's in a weird gold, places. and it's got it's yeah, a it's bright, like the weird vibrant reserve. red and a nice gold color. Gold top. All right. Aluminum no, no, bottom. No. Gold <laughs> top. Gold top. Red popper. All right. Let's what go is? for the. Uh, Okay. So what's the Are you about the are you going to are you going to shotgun this beer? He's looking like he might shotgun this beer. I don't no, know. No, he's wrote it's it's a it's a Guinness knockoff. So he's got to <laughs> pour it correctly. So I want to see the cascade. I want to see the okay. pop top. Okay. I want to okay. see what's in okay. there. Again, follow so the without, directions. That was my yes. only gripe about this thing. It says flip so. the can 3 times. 1 1 1 flip. 2 2 flip. 3 3 flip. Wait. 3 okay, and a half. Right? Fine. I don't know. Was that six or was that three? Now I'm just going to call and a half. it as a half. We'll do a half and then we'll do a little. little okay. Make sure you look okay. down so the you, barrel. You did it, you did it too trigger. many times. You flipped it too many times, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, I did gentlemen. not. I did not. I followed the thing. I followed Crack the it. Okay, no. It says open and pour hard. So here we go. No open and pour hard. But what about the can? It says pour hard. Yeah, no napkins. It says pour hard. So here we go. Uh, pour it in the camera here. Let's see. Ryan, illustrate. What's going on? What's going on? What's All going the beer's on? coming out. It's pouring hard, pouring fast. It is cascading. It's actually, it looks pretty it's good. It's not cascading. Actually, it's not cascading very well. Oh, no. It's kind of, well, it's, we're on camera. No, okay, yeah. It's, Sorry. It's it got a solid, a oh, solid so head and it's cleared yeah. up. Wow. It's very clear. Right. It's very clear. See, I think you'll be very surprised by this, Laos, in the way that you're anticipating it. <clears throat> I think I am, actually. How does it smell? So, I thought I was narrating. <laughs> it does. Smell, I'm asking questions. It does. You're asking questions little, while I'm narrating. That's not how this works. It smells a little Guinnessy. If I'm completely honest with you, it it does have a sort of dark roast sort of smell to it. I want to say, is that Guinness? I feel like that's Guinness. No, that's good. Your your brain is tricking itself into thinking it's Guinness, even though it's not. Correct. Now, yes. the the last thing says, wait for it. Here we yeah, are. wait for the wait. Wait for the bubbles to to not be on top. Oh, I picked a. Uh, I made a poor choice in terms of an all audio podcast to bring <laughs> something that we need to wait. I want everyone to reflect on their day. Just drink it now. Okay, 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 okay. I feel like I'm breaking the rules, but give it a try. Let's see the mustache. Beer is not supposed to be this complicated, ladies and gentlemen. All right, the reaction's coming. Oh, the tongue has actually, licked the lips. You know what? I don't hate that. Um, so, so it has. It almost tastes like someone took two thirds of a glass of Budweiser Heavy, and put the the other third. Uh, they just filled it with Guinness, 
and it actually tastes pretty good. Sort of, I've been down that road where I've been enjoying those mixed, uh, you know, select breweries. I'm sure only do it. Yeah, 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 they'll do half and halves, and I've been enjoying those. Little turtle. I must say, I actually do not dislike this one. I would say it's uh, good. With an airplane noise in the middle, of and it. and good. seeing Laos's eyes while he while he's drinking this, you can see it, ladies and gentlemen. He's gonna make this his new go to. Ryan, what is the what is the nitro beer that like um, O'Brien's had on tap? It was not. It's not just Guinness. It's like isn't it's not Harp, but there's another like regular like red lager oh boy. beer. Uh, I forget. No, the only nitro they have on there is Guinness. Okay, so it's not well. Just you're thinking but you're. I think maybe you're thinking of brew with their nitro coffee. No, I don't. I do you want to throw this out there? There's nothing in yeah. this can. Yeah. Well, it just it just so they just they can use CO two or they can use nitro. They don't have to use a correct like Guinness does. Guinness does the ball because that that pours differently than a regular well, beer. But well, the the important thing too to understand about nitro is that it does escape so i don't know if it escapes cans but maybe that's why they use the ball because they don't really want it to like it's already carbonated so maybe that's not the right way to describe it but never get a growler of a nitro beer because it does escape from the uh the growler Hmm. Hmm. yes it will go flat Uh, a few years ago i got a growler at uh, i think it was stilt house it was a jalapeno beer that they had also put on nitro got a growler of it brought it home completely flat i called and they're like oh they should not have growlered that actually we talked about this on probably like episode 22 i remember, I remember that <laughs> yeah that was, that was a good episode Sick so epi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway okay, all right. no but uh well, good. yeah well i know well Thank you for the tears, er, well, tears. Thank you for the tease, and thank you for the follow up on that. I'm glad that you actually um, ended up liking it. Yeah, I thought it was going to be darker. I don't know why, but it does look pretty golden. It does look pretty golden. It actually is. It's, a, it's a rich amber. Yeah. yeah, I would say it's more golden. Um, it's uh, it's drinkable. I mean, it is what it is. It's uh, you know, again, they have this at Wawa in my my area. So so what you're saying yeah. is you're going to shotgun one. Ugh. No, I'm gonna yeah, I don't know if I'd shock someone. Ugh. I want to follow the rules. Yeah, because that nitro gets you, gets in your dummy, and then you'll shoot off like a rocket ship. Um. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah. I don't want that. It doesn't. It doesn't do that. I don't. I still um, don't want to risk it. But it sounds like it could. Yeah. So, everybody, anybody in the uh, Facebook group that uh, that we have there called Craft Brewsgate News Facebook group. Uh, may have seen that I, I did get some fat tire um, BOGO at Publix, which is fantastic. Um, I tried one that I haven't tried in a while, or I don't think I've tried ever. I don't think I've ever, if it has, it, it's been, been a long, long time. Um, but the Belgian White, the fat tire Belgian White, have you guys had this one before? Negative. Um, again, as uh, of recording. Maybe. I know Publix only does their sales, I think, for like a week at a time, or maybe it's weekend and and whatnot but the public's locally here had this one for bogo and um i love fat tire i know i've mentioned it many many times one of my favorite beers i think ever but um fat tire the imperial what is it the voodoo i'm sorry jeebus new belgium voodoo ranger 
Imperial IPA is the other one I got. That's like a 10 percenter. And I'm not drinking that tonight because we record during the week. And it is election night. And I have some things to, to do in the morning. Um, but this Belgian white, in terms of Belgian whites, I have good and bad things to say about it. Um, not my favorite. There's other Belgian whites that I would prefer. This one just drinks a lot more like they took Fat Tire, which they obviously had. Fat to New Belgian Fat Tire. It's their signature amber beer. And they made a Belgian white version of it. And that's exactly what this tastes like. So if you if you like Fat Tire, which I always have like their Fat Tire Amber Ale, it's, it's a great, fantastic beer. Um, I was anticipating this one to have a little more citrus, a little more kick, a little more uh, hop, maybe a little more zest, a little more orange, something, and it just failed my expectations on all of those things. So, um, you know, kind of much like Ryan's review of his coffee IPA, I would have anticipated the new Belgian, Belgian white would, would have yeah, a more, little more zing to it, and it just doesn't. But um, it's not undrinkable. So what, I think it's a fantastically it's, good drinking beer. I think you can do it by the fire. I think it's, now it's getting nice and cool here. I think it'll be great. I would have it during the summertime. I would have it, you know, when it's hot outside. But um, yeah, I don't. What are you two idiots smiling about? So it came up a little flat. Mm-hmm. But it's not flat tire. It's fat tire. Yeah. That was, I wasn't smiling that was at the that. pun. That was the I pun. I wasn't yeah. smiling at that. I was smiling at two bad, different bad things. Bad pun. Bad pun. What were you smiling at, Laos? I was smiling because I heard Me a kitty smiling. in the background. Not my kitty. I heard a kitty. Might have my been my kitty. Must have heard runs. And the other thing is that I was smiling about is so the Budweiser was a showstopper. She got all I the attention. Guess. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I guess it was I mean, better than I, my I, first coffee off, IPA review. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my second beer, the New Belgian um, Imperial IPA at 10 percent alcohol, is a fantastic beer. It's not bad at all. It is very good. In fact, in between there, I was drinking a um, a Sam Adams Rebel IPA, and that's good too. So, yeah, um, for sure, you know, all around good beers. So just, I got this really thinking it would be more citrusy, more and more um, orange, but it just wasn't. So, but somebody hasn't been watching the Great British Baking Show like they should, and a showstopper isn't. It has to be good in a showstopper. I feel like that was the Budweiser. Just saying. All right. Well, on that one, All right. buddy Bud wins the uh, wins the episode. I guess. <clears throat> I guess. That's weird. Should there be it's an award every time, like in every episode? <laughs> there could. Uh, yeah. Might be some Anyways, insider trading, Ryan. If you, if you <laughs> want to try like a Belgian white and you don't love you know shot top or uh, or, or blue moon or any of that kind of crap. Um, it's good. It's drinkable. It's light. It's creamy a little bit. Um, it's got a good little bit of citrus to it. Uh, it's slightly, slightly bitter. It's like 5.2% alcohol. Um, but really it's, it's an American wheat and that's about all it tastes like. So, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, but have you ever made a Belgian, Belgian white before? Have I made one? Have you ever made a Belgian white before? Okay, so you don't get the okay, joke again because you didn't do your homework. But great American, or I'm sorry, great British baking show. Everybody out there has watched one show. They understand that joke, and we can just press on. Where was right. that in the homework? Press. It wasn't pressing in the on, homework. Pressing it, was, on. it was a reference. It was a bit I was doing. Pressing on, pressing on. 
<laughs> Whoa! Alright, well, as we wrap up the what are you drinking, what are you going to drink, thanks for the great baking show or whatever you said, Laos. Appreciate that. You're the really great bake. Just, yeah, you need to culture yourself a little bit. Today, as Ryan, as Ryan said, moving along, today is I said election day. And there is a story we have in the uh, what are you drinking, what are you going to drink section um, here, Mr. Rye Guy, did you happen to come across this thing, the Tired Hands I Voted Today beer, which essentially was the same thing or very similar uh, mantra and in, in initiative that, say, uh, Sierra Nevada did with their um, Resilience IPA, where they said, hey, we're, reason- we're raising awareness for a cause. Here's the recipe. Brew it yourself. Here's the graphics. Print them yourself. Put it on your own cans and get people out to go uh, and vote. And there was actually this um, this brewery, brewery Tired Hands, um, who is is just trying to say it's 2020 presidential presidential election. Get out there and vote. And these guys are from Ardmore, Pennsylvania, but the I Voted Today National Wide Beer um, is out there. And if you wanted to find it, you can go to ivotedbeer.com uh, to find out more. But Ryan, did you happen to see this story? And I, I got a couple more bits here, but I wanted to get your opinion because you and I specifically brewed beer for the Resilience IPA. And, and yep. I thought that this might hit a little bit home because we always talk about how craft beer can be influential, not only in your local you know, communities, but it can, it can cause rise to stuff like this and, and we can get into it. But what were your initial thoughts about the story? My initial thoughts was exactly that. Uh, you know, the first thing that popped in my head was the Resilience IPA that we brewed whenever Sierra Nevada put that out there. I think they had a couple thousand breweries partake in that. We actually, not being a brewery, we're still able to, you know, get the recipe and and, and do it. So that was really awesome. And what these guys were doing is, again, just raising awareness uh, awareness and, uh, you know, trying to get people out there to vote. And uh, what I did like about this one is that they could kind of use an add up, uh, they could kind of adapt the uh, recipe, if you will, you know, I think the requirement was just to use a, a, a two yeah. row and then whatever you're, you know, wanted for your, your, your hops, you know, two house hops or whatever. And, uh, and even your yeast. So I thought that was kind of nice. Cause like, Hey, it's an initiative, but like make it your own kind of a thing. Yeah. So let's all join in and, and get the awareness out there, but let's all be creative and see what we come up with. So that was kind of cool. A little bit of a different yeah. twist than, than just brewing the same recipe. And, and like I said, when I posted this article, it was, you know, a day, day ago, but there were 37 breweries that were participating already. And that's pretty cool, um, I think, because, again, I love these things where they say, like, it'd be like you saying, hey, like, I just want to devote this recipe that I created, which a lot of these, you know, brewers and stuff really do, you know, spend a lot of time developing this stuff. And, and they were able to say, hey, listen, um, you know, here it is, guys, this is for a good cause and just to get up. I love the, what I noticed from the research. There was no political agenda. There was no, you're, you're red or blue or whatever you are. It doesn't matter. They're like, just here's a recipe. And it's just really to get people to get out and vote. And I thought that was cool. So Nothing um, brings people together better than craft beer. So Yeah. I, I think if I would have gotten one at the polls, that would have been better. But yeah, what are you going to do? So yeah, That's a great idea for four years from now, Donnie. Yeah. <laughs> Some breweries were doing stuff like that, but I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's it might be too far. I'm not could sure. They, I do could like they you wearing it fast. Start passing it out at seven o'clock in the morning whenever you go vote. Is that is that what they can do? Can they do that? 
Wait, I bet the polls were on a Tuesday. Filled. Absolutely. Well, it's not always on a Tuesday. Is it? Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't I know. I mean, it could be a Tuesday, which would be bad. I went to work today after I, I voted. I think it's always Tuesday. Hold on. Let's check, check this. Like, I check, voted check. and then went to work, and if somebody would have handed me a beer, I looked at them funny, because they were a bunch of very oh, sweet dude, older that's ladies. that's such a good idea. It's always the Tuesday after the first Monday in November. That is true. That'd so be, getting uh, hammered who, who, on Tuesday. Who wouldn't go? Who would not go out and vote if you would get a beer after you show somebody your "I voted" sticker? Just say. I would think that the guy who's printing the "I voted" stickers would probably just get all the beers first. <laughs> like he'd be like <laughs> use them as the free drink ticket hey, yeah he'd be like, Gary, one, i'm giving you a beer too one he's, for me and one just, for me good thing i just, voted 19 times yeah yeah that's true somebody would abuse that yeah yeah oh yeah yeah you swipe jerry one roll arrested for yeah jerry gets arrested for, for, for voting too many times. you swipe one roll of stickers and you're in dude like and you can in. just throw the most baller party no, like a, that's bad. Like free drink tickets. That's it. That's all Duh. it is. What happens if you voted the year before and you just voted a lot? I don't know. We need. All right, bad idea. Out. Bad idea. Let's move on. Fair enough. No, I like the initiative. I like Ryan's the initiative. idea was crap. Well, thanks. <laughs> I'm joking. Come on. Speaking of good ideas, I know that both you boys partaked in one or partook, if you will. Um, as we move into our geek news section, drink it on in, set it on back, as we take, I wouldn't say a super deep dive because we are running low on time, but at least some snapshots at The Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 1. Are you boys excited to talk about this? Yes. I think so. All right. So, did you guys, I mean, I'm not sure if you guys heard, but you may have seen, we did, I did post a, a little bit of a snippet. I just couldn't, I was so excited I love Mandalorian. First off, let's just talk about Mandalorian Season 1. I want to paint the picture because we can't dive into spoilers because whoever may be listening to this might not have seen it first. So if you haven't, trust me, we'll we'll address, we'll leave a break. We'll, I'll try to put a time code in for spoilers. But off of the heels of Season 1, and Lostman, I understand that you went through and actually watched the rewatched Season 1 as much as you could. And I did it too. But I've been doing it for like weeks. I've been I've literally just been like watching one, maybe one a week for the last, you know, eight, eight or nine weeks or whatever it was. Um, trying to get in my previous Mandalorians. Even though as the episodes came out last year, I was watching them, you know, back to back just to try and see if I could pick up Easter eggs and stuff like that. But man, from episode or season one, and episode one of season one was fantastic. But... Episode one of season two, in my opinion, was way better. In terms of setting the stage from season one, Lostman, to season two, what do you? How do you feel going into it this early? Um, I gotta be honest. I feel like there's less of an arc that doesn't speak to the quality of the episode or the anticipation or the wow factor that I got from it. I just feel like I'm not seeing an arc so much. I mean, it's there. I just don't see it as transparent as it was in episode one of season one. But, uh, but yeah, I, am I excited? Absolutely. Was I thoroughly impressed with the first episode of season two? Absolutely. 
So I got nothing bad to say about it. I just, I don't so much, I mean, like, I see the actual arc that is the inevitable, but, yeah, I mean, what are they, like, it, it was very precise before. Now it's a bit more broad, and it just says, well, this is what we're doing. We're doing this thing, so. So that's the only yep. beef I got with it, but that's not really even a beef. It's just sort of, uh, yeah, I mean, it's very vague still, and we're already one episode in, so I'm like, cool. Wonder where and this I, actually goes. I was visually uh, impressed for yeah. the first episode. I, I have comments about that. Ryan, what about you? Any reflection from the way that this is going to this is gonna set up yeah, season two comparatively? I mean, <clears throat> I mean they've got to set the stage to, to get the story out, right? And I'm sure there yeah, will be true. plenty of tie-ins and everything else, but... In order to make season two work, this is the direction that they're going. And I, I personally, I mean, I didn't read too much into comparison of season one, episode one, and season two, episode one. Um, but I think they're setting a stage. And I, you know, obviously we're not to the spoiler point yet, but at the end of the episode, there's a scene that, you know, is definitely the reason why they told the story now. So True. I'm going to take it and see where it leads us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the reason I asked you uh, that, it's, it's really hard to, to just judge like the second season off of one episode. But what oh, I was yeah. saying was kind of was kind of beating around the bush as to what Laos was mentioning is like, yeah, like how do you, you know, the story from the very first episode and go back. I encourage you to go back and look at that very first episode of Mandalorian it is badass. Like it is a badass episode. And that is kind of where the entire tone and story and what have you lands. What happens after episode one, season one, is all of the world building they have to do. Like, what is the Empire? What is the galaxy? What is this Mandalorian? What is this people? What is he? Who is he? What does he do? Like, all this kind of crap. And you learn all that, like, instrumentally as you go through. What I saw from episode one of season two, without being too spoiler heavy, is that, like, there is no more introduction as to who is who and what is what. Like this guy is doing, he is he is doing his thing, and he's on a mission, and we know what it is, and it's clear as to what he's trying to do, how he gets there. Much like in the first season, is like he goes here, then he has to go here, then he has to repair a ship, then he has to fight this guy, then he has to go there, then he has to go here. Like I think that dotted jagged line is still going to be there for season two. What I liked about the first episode is that. I thought we weren't going to get half of these things that they 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 showed. I mean, half, I mean, a couple of them uh, until like much later in the season, and they just threw it. They just they just put it right down. They just they they just unzipped and laid it right there on the table for you. And it's like, oh, all right, well, there that's all right. that happened. That's it. That happened. That's yeah. it. Take it or leave it, ladies. I mean, that's just what it was, and uh, and I'm I am all on board with that. And and that's what I'm most excited with uh, about for that second season. So I think that the backstory part of it, all that stuff that you kind of have to do, is behind us, and we can just literally get into action because this first episode was awesome. It was grandiose. There was a big scale, a lot of lot, lot of stuff, <laughs> but yeah, that was it. So um, that was my first take. But if you guys any more quick comments, we can get into spoilers now if you want to. So yeah, that, that first episode, it really just blew my mind, but but we'll go full spoilers now. So we're going to go for, full spoilers into it. Anybody full out there listening, haven't seen the episode, by God, the second one's about to be out now. Please watch the episode. 
if you if you have and you want to talk about it and you don't like anything or you want to talk about how you know your opinions were, we'd love to hear them. Uh, please, our uh, our Facebook group, the uh, Facebook, sorry, the Facebook group, Craft Brews and Geek News. Um, it's where you can talk to us. We'll engage there. I think we usually have a pretty good conversation going, and we would appreciate it if you guys could join us there. So please let us know your thoughts, your comments. But as we go through this, lost, I'm just going to kind of run through. I already did the, the, the preview episode and whatnot, so like, I just want to run like five minutes of, or, or a few minutes of, kind of what your thoughts were, how these characters were introduced, kind of these spoilers here, and then we'll see what we can predict for the future. Sound good? Yep, that's good to me. So dude, first off, Cobb Vanth, a Vanth refrigeration, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, his, his character was pretty solid. Uh, it was just very He's too tall. He's, that guy was like six foot, wait, that was predictable to you? Yeah, dude, that was so. You clearly have not seen the 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 good, the bad, and the ugly. Like that was pretty much an old western. Which oh I, yeah, no, they all. It, it most of the episodes are though. Like no, and but, they've already retread this exact episode. Yeah, this was the most western of any of the episodes prior, and it was just like no, like that's exactly what I imagined to happen would happen. Good for uh, good for. Big big boy Dave Filoni and um, John Favreau, man. They're just yep. like, hey, listen, let's just retread some of these classics. Yeah. Throw in Star Wars and call it a day. Because you're right. That's exactly what it was. All these words. Star Wars is a spaghetti western. <laughs> it Correct. really is. It's just yeah. in space. And it's glorious. Because if you watch any other westerns, you'll actually be pretty, like, if, if you're in that Snooze. vein, you'll actually have a good time. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you might need to bring Parmesan. But... Uh, no, it's, I mean, it was, it was definitely solid. I definitely enjoyed the arc of it, but I, he just, I mean, he, I saw every single thing going, except for, are we doing Easter eggs? What are we doing here? I know we're doing spoilers. Well, we can, we can, we can do it all, but let me just set it up. So, so essentially like we, we talked about this already. And if you guys want to hear the flow of the story, let's just skip that part. Cause we already have it here on the channel. Episode 129.5. I did a breakdown of the Mandalorian episode one, season two. Check it out. It kind of gives you the whole flow. We're going to hop right into spoilers, as you said, Lyle. So, yes, it was a spaghetti western. Timothy Oliphant is six foot two. Boba Fett originally was five foot seven. That armor does not fit him. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't feel safe in it. <laughs> they made that apparent as belly meats were showing. <laughs> he was just like, hey, the house is mid drift. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, again, you know, that's that's. So, but it's sort of taking away from, again, the movie I've already referenced, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. There's a part, oh boy, if there's spoilers on this, then you are, like, roughly 40 to 50 years late, I think. I don't Hell even yeah. know anymore. <laughs> but, Hell yeah. yeah, I have no idea. It was very old, that movie. But uh, there's a part in that movie where he wears a steel plate underneath of his poncho, uh, his Mexican-style yeah, poncho. Yeah, I've seen Back to the Future, okay? Okay, well, the Back to the what? The Back to the, Back Future, to the Future got that from that movie. They uh, yeah, got it from the Mandalorian. I got you. Oh, my brain hurts. My brain. They hurts went Back to the Future, else they could have stolen it from either show. Let's just be real. No, Back to the Future <laughs> stole it from the back part of the future. No, <laughs> no. No, you're right. You're right. No, it's good. But okay, so so. 
it wasn't the fact that he was wearing a little tiny you know piece of metal under his chest just the fact that that didn't fit him and he was wearing it because he's like well this is better than nothing that's why i thought correct yes that's a great thing to take away that's a really good good moment to take away from that whole um situation there but uh but yeah no it, it 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 traced that story so much which is ridiculous but i enjoyed but how... it. i enjoyed those types of movies so it wasn't a bad yeah. thing it was just like whoa that's kind of cool but how cool was it to see like this dude just comes walking in and all of us diehard sweaty star wars fans like holy shit it's boba fett and it was six foot two ass deadwood motherfucker timothy olafat <laughs> it's like, uh, well uh... all right that's that's not exactly the Boba Fett I was expecting, but man, that armor was was grizzled. It was like nasty. It looked like it had been sitting somewhere for a long, long time. It's only been five years since the uh, the Empire Strike Back. Just just in case, you know, it's not been that long. I'm uh, I'm gonna have to disagree with you a little bit uh, because uh, that was not the character that I was super excited about. Uh, I think you're bearing the lead a little bit. Uh, All right. I think uh, you entirely glossed over Queequeg. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, first off, Queequeg is a, a species of his species. His name is something different. He called him Queequeg. Calls, I mean, I get it. He can Well, it's be like generic. him calling him. Yeah, his name is not Queequeg. His name is something else. Oh. Queequeg is the species. Yeah, that's the thing. It's the spe- I learned that after after uh, I did some research. Well, that makes me sad because I thought it was yeah. the same Queequeg. No, he named. I don't know why he referenced that, but if you go back all the way in like Wikipedia or whatever, Queequeg is that species of of alien with the long like one ponytail dread thing or whatever and the nasty looking face. And that's um, yeah, that's like calling a Wookie a Wookie. I mean, you just say hey Wookie, right? I suppose. Right. Right, Ugh. and that's what that's what it looked like. But it was it was weird that he called him that because they had seemed to be friends. He saved his life, and they like had a future or whatever or a past, I guess. And um, yeah, that was un- unusual that he called him by his racial name. But that's fine. To uh, each their own. I'm not a fan of um, that. Well, Google it. I'm telling you, we, I maybe, believe maybe you. I'm, wrong, I'm, I'm not doubting. From what I what I gathered from from again from Wikipedia and some other some research is like that's the race name of that alien species, not necessarily like his name. <laughs> so I don't know why he called him that. Did, did they at least have a hive mind? I don't think so because he seemed very unaffected from anybody else that was doing anything in that town. Ugh. And he even called that he called the Tuscan Raiders monsters and like look in the mirror, buddy. I immediately was like, well, that answers a lot of questions, but still leaves open for interpretation. I think, you know. So Ryan, because um, you're not, because, you're not well, and here's, here's what I, yeah. but here's what I didn't really Please. put together, and I, I maybe yeah. maybe we talked about it, but I didn't know this was all post, um, the fall of the, uh, what I can't think of it right now. Now Death Star Two, yeah, it was five years after the last yeah. original Star Wars movie. Right, which was crazy for me because I think we were talking originally like, where's this going to fall in the timeline of things? back like before Mandalorian actually had come out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so to get that clarification about where the timeline is, now we all know. And then to see that armor, I was like, oh, so that answers like one of two questions, but then it also doesn't answer questions, but then it kind of still does. So now we know that he's, that he survived. He had to have. Well, you're, Otherwise, yeah, the, you're jumping right. You're jumping right to the end, of course. But, but yeah, I mean, we we ultimately 
can see that somehow Boba Fett's armor got out of it. Because we're just talking about that scene in the bar right now. But it does get a little bit more hairy oh. from there. Well, but that's there what, that's so what my many... initial... That's what you asked me what my thought was. My initial thought yeah. when I saw that were those dots. And then I was like, wait, would the sand monster have like shit out the armor? Like, I wasn't sure if that was the case, but... No, that's I mean, definitely how they where would a sa- premiere that. Yeah. Is he pooped it all out? <laughs> where would a sand monster shit go? That's my question. It goes in the sand. Let's start a chat group and find out. <laughs> so anyway, obviously your mind's turning, or well, maybe not in that sense of the way, but uh... no, you're good. So the no. so we were just talking about the 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 butt ugly bartender, the weak way, who who is actually a specific person. <laughs> Take it. Spelt with a um, Q. Queequeg. Weequeg. Weequeg. Is it Weequeg? Does Weequay. it matter? Yeah, he's a Weequeg. He's a male Weequeg. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, we were just talking about how like, it was just weird to see a six foot two dude wearing a five foot seven dude's armor. And that's why it looked so weird. Right. Because like, his little torso was showing out with his midriff that he was like just having some... Uh, Oh, by the way, Laos, this is the new way we're going to greet each other starting tomorrow. And I'm like, I'm definitely called everything a snort from now on. <laughs> like a unit of, like, measurement? A unit of spotchka, my man! <laughs> Why? Two snorts of spotchka, please! <laughs> Last boy. <sighs> um, but anyways, yes. So anyways, they're having a drink, everything's great, he says, give me the armor back. What do you guys think of the sand monster, the, uh, the crate dragon? Um, pretty, pretty spectacular, I think. Did, was, was that not just crazy to see the sand moving like the ocean, like as he cruised through town? I'm like, that's fucking nuts. Like, imagine what that would have taken to make. <laughs> well, it leaves a, a little different taste in your mouth than watching the, uh, I mean, you have to keep in mind, like, my point of view on this. Um, so I legitimately have not seen a crate Dragon other than the Skeleton. Um, from the originals, correct, and then, um, and then all of a sudden, the robot chicken version, there's a bit where Crate Dragon goes out to prove himself, and becomes, (laughs) spoilers, becomes that skeleton, and he's very flaily in the water, and he just sort of goes, I'm Crate Dragon, and he swims off. Yeah, so it sets a different tone, because I was like, I don't know what to expect from a crate dragon. And then I was surely mistaken. Is that where your head went? Is that where your head went? Yeah. I didn't know what I was talking. I thought a dragon might be in the water. I was like, well, water on a sand planet doesn't make sense, but they did it in Robot Chicken, so maybe. I don't know. But I, you know, it makes more sense in the sand. I'll be honest. That's the... That's the problem because like the um the robot chicken ruined it for me too because when I saw we the wee way, <laughs> I was like, oh that's the guy from Robot Chicken when with wee way when the the guy got his is it the guy that got his arm cut no it's not that guy it's one of those other guys I'm like that was Robot Chicken ruined it for me and Robot <laughs> Chicken just it just goes to show you that like they had been a bunch of passionate Star Wars fans that were like we're really gonna make something to f with the fans because they did because <laughs> as a fan I'm like. Wow, is that Robot Chicken or is that real? I forget what was in the movie. <laughs> yeah. And that's bad. That's real bad. Well, But good for a parody. Yeah, good on them. Yeah, very good. Um, all right, so Ryan, so big crazy dragon, that'd be terrifying. But yep. 
you, you saw you saw Boba Fett's armor kind of showed back up again. Did you like the interaction with the uh, the Tusken Raiders? Either one of you, the puppies, and then the actual guys, because like we saw those puppies and those guys in Episode One, Episode Two. And we saw them in pod racing. We saw them in you know uh, the a New Hope. We saw them in like everything. They were all over the place. Anytime we saw Tatooine, we saw Tusken Raiders, and they had this complex version of sign language and all the stuff that like the Mando was totally cool with. What did yeah. you guys think about that? I enjoyed that. Me too. Because yeah. we saw that, I think, episode four or episode three of, of season one, we saw him communicating with the Tusken Raiders. But, like, it was just very cool to see that they were able to, like, meet up with people then and to, like, make a thing happen. Like your 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 movie reference from, you know, back in the day, Lausman. Yeah, it was, it was good to see that their sort of, uh, their sign language was actually working. And I believe we saw that at some point even earlier, but I... I out of my own. Like I said, yeah, in season, in season one they had it. They had him talking in sign language with the Tusken Raiders in season one. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah. What what I didn't realize is that there was a deaf um, there was a deaf person on staff for season one who when the Tusken Raiders were brought in, they suggested that they I'm sorry, there was some I think somebody maybe that, that may have understood ASL or something and they said we should get somebody in that understands an actual deaf person and then have them make a variant of ASL for Tusken Raiders. As they do every other language in Star Wars or Klingon or whatever else you know sci-fi is, yeah. and so they did that. And so there is a group of people that are deciphering these twists on ASL words and how their sign language was that makes it different from regular ASL and actually Tuscan Raider specific, which is awesome. And I think that's really cool. They had to a get a get a disability you know like consultant though if you will that knew it and could adapt it into something different for this show i think it's very cool yeah and i think it's that's awesome. very inclusive yeah i enjoy that yeah i just thought it was an extra leg of detail that they didn't have to do but they did and it turns out better for it well so i have a theory on why they would do something like that is because eventually it will it could I shouldn't say will, but it could become the next Klingon. It could become the next, you know, understood yeah. and fully Arabesh. developed language. Yeah. yeah from I say Arabesh, but I think it's actually pronounced differently. It's the actual Star Wars language. The the letters and symbols and stuff is Arabesh or whatever it is. I don't know how you pronounce it, but I always call it Arabesh. It's not that, but it's like crazy Star Wars language, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that, I have, that could be yeah. fully developed. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, right, I'm talking about this language right here. It's... This stuff right here, like this actually means Olga's Cantina, if you can read that. It's hard to read because this even looks like it's in a different language, but it means yeah. Olga's Cantina. It's just written in Arabic. And it's so. totally from Google and not from a coaster from that location. And that's correct. That was a printout on my phone. Huh. Yes. My phone prints out now. Yeah, that's what I saw. Things. I saw your printer was doing the yeah. bee-doo-doo-bee-doo-bee-doo yep. to print yep, out. Exactly. Yep, I've seen that. All right, so again, we've gone on way too long, but yes. but Ryan, you wanted to talk about the end of the episode, which which I agree was was fantastic. Not only was like that cool like pearl thing, the whole reason the Tuscans wanted the crate dragon was for that 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 pearl. Which if you read the notes and the research that I did, Ryan Han Solo traded a pearl very similar for that for the uh, for buy into the uh, Sabat tournament, which is essentially like a poker game that he won the Millennium Falcon in. Right. You always heard that he won the Millennium Falcon in Sabacc. You never heard what he ponied up to get into the tournament. And it was a crate Dragon Pearl, which is a cool tiny shit. A tiny one. A, t- a paperweight, yeah. yeah, yeah. But 
That goes to show you, theirs was the size of a fucking, you know, cooler. So that thing was, yeah, that uh, thing was massive. There's big, but go ahead. Tell, tell us, tell me your thoughts about the very, very last scene. You see this shadowy figure. Yes. who looks like a Tuscan Raider. He's got all the guns and the weapons for Tuscan Raiders on his back. Who do we see? Except he's not. And Is who he was he not? watching? He was watching Mando. So you could kind of maybe think that that is Boba Fett looking Bob for his, E. Feet, as the kids yes, said. Bob E. Looking Feet. for his Mandalorian getup. But getup. Yeah, well, whatever you call it. Suit, I don't know. <laughs> Helmet, armor. <laughs> armor, Mandalorian armor. So there's going to be, that's why I think, you know, we talked about it a little bit, a little bit ago. Judging the first episode of season two, they had to set the stage because that's what's this, that's going to be part of the story. And how do you set yeah. it without doing exactly what you did? And I actually like it when movies and TV shows, they don't just go back into like the reintroduction of characters. They just went straight forward. They're like, you don't need any time. You, people already know who you are. Just move forward. And I feel like they did a really good job, which is why I think the next, however, what are they, eight, nine, ten episodes, something like that? Yeah, I think there is, what, ten? Something, no, something like that. There's eight. There's eight. There's eight. Yeah, okay. we've already seen one. So, so the next seven episodes are really going to speed up, and it's going to be a whole story. Cause, and I think that that's what fans have wanted for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm totally with you. And that's, why, that's why I wanted to hear your opinion, because like, I really did enjoy that. You know, we talked about this. We talked about who was it? Who had the spurs in the last episode? Who was that? Is it Boba Fett? Are we going to see? And my, my prediction, I'll tell you right now, was we're going to see Boba Fett at the very last episode of season two. And that's what's going to tear, tie us over to season three or whatever. I think it might, that him and Ahsoka may flip. Maybe they do Ahsoka in season or episode two. I have no idea. I'm. They showed Boba Fett, his armor, and who you can assume the same actor who played Boba Fett and, and Django Fett um, through all the series, uh, you, you, at least once you can see his face, you could assume that had he would have been, been carried over until way later. But they, the fact they showed him the first episode, I'm ecstatic. I'm like, this is going to be fantastic. They showed so much and they have so, so less to explain now that this is just going to be wide open. Like you said, foots on the gas, just freaking pull him out of the closet and go. Yeah. I, I, I will say this. I do have one particular insight that I think might be worth mentioning. Is uh, So there were a pair of what looked to be sabers on the back of this potential uh, Boba Fett, or Bob, Bob A. Feet, a and or Django A. Feet. Uh, mm. Boba Fett. Um, Django, Django got decapitated. Django was decapitated. I was doing a bit, but yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, those pairs of sabers... They appeared to be from one Asajj Ventress, just due to the handle alone. Or handles, I should say. She always operated in a dueling handle situation in terms of her dueling lightsabers. So, that was just a short take. I don't have any factual, you know, interpretation of that. However, you know, being that we've already explored some of the Darksaber type uh, technologies... Uh, and that would be in reference to, uh, oh, shoot, the gentleman who cut himself out of the uh, TIE fighter in the last... Uh, Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon, thank you very much. 
You're welcome. Blanking on that for some reason. Uh, but yeah, uh, the How do you Dark guys Saber technology. All this stuff? <laughs> well, the Dark Saber technology has also been seen in some of the Clone Wars era uh, episodes of the like Mandalorian fights and like the Mandalorian struggle. So there's a lot of overlay right now. I mean, we didn't even talk about Anakin's freaking pod racer. We're just glossing over that. We're just, that's got we nothing right to do with it. this. Yeah, that's totally a thing. It might not be his, though. I don't know. So. No, it's his. Dude, he sold it, and blah, 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 and it's yellow, and it's the same exact colors and everything. Blah, but there's blah, a bunch blah. of red. He put a bunch of red on I don't know. Yeah, anyways. He's sitting on the side. None of it makes sense, but whatever. In any event, not even just not even talking about that. Um, yeah. We've got dark saber technology. We've got um, what appears to be, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Asajj Ventress-style handles to the lightsabers. The the all which should have been all red lightsabers. No, I'll I'm I'm looking because I didn't I didn't see that. I saw Asajj Ventress uh, all day in those lightsaber handles hmm. or potential hmm. lightsaber handles. Can't even call them lightsaber handles because we don't know that that's what they are. No, yeah, no, it's odd. I have no idea. So I'll have to watch it again. But that's that's cool. It's a cool pickup. Yeah, that that was just my takeaways. Yeah, no, it's it's great. And Ryan, to answer your question, this is our sports. This is our Steelers, man. Like I don't I know, know, ben I, know I know, but I know, I know this. <laughs> but like to recall a uh, character that does something uh, specific as what Laos was describing, and for you to just rattle off the name, like that's fantastic. Laos, I'm surprised you didn't bring up R five and his bad motivator. I saw R five. They didn't actually use the term, or I should say, the phrase "bad motivator." But I saw how difficult help was to get, you know, to find these days. There were a few and how things slow that I was. was. I thought that was just so gimmicky that I didn't even want to talk about it. But I mean, yeah, he was totally there. And just wait, jokes on them. I mean, he already shit his pants once. Like he's gonna screw it up again. <laughs> He's well, there's a also droid. a very, there's a very hidden like uh, fan theory that R five is actually a Jedi, uh, in uh, or, or is attuned with the Force, and he's one of several droids in the Star Wars universe that are attuned with the Force, and he knew that if he sacrificed himself, R two would save the galaxy. Which, if you say R two didn't save the galaxy, you're wrong, and you're wrong at every trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm about over those weird kind of things. Like, I mean, I can entertain them. Like, I like the idea of that. That logically, that makes sense and that makes me happy. But mm, I, I, that's like one of those like if <laughs> too far. If too Harry far from Harry and the Hendersons never showed up, they'd just be the Hendersons. Like, it doesn't. That makes <laughs> no sense. Like, in all seriousness. But I, I can see where the logic is, so I can. I'm not going to fight anybody on that. I will totally. Why did they call? Why? Why did they still call the stupid the Hendersons? Beefs the Harry Potter movies. It's the oh, same thing. I thought There's we no were Harry still Potter going in them. Hendersons. <laughs> no, uh, just I just took your Harry tangent and ran with it. Okay, well, see that. <laughs> why did? They, I'm sorry. What is your question about Harry Potter? I would like to attempt. I'm not. The why do the snozberries taste like snozberries? So He's why does Willy Wonka question. exist when Harry Potter exists? Is that the question? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, that's all it. Right, all, right, all right, let's just wrap this up. How about that? Okay. All right. Well, um, all right. We had so much more to talk about, but uh, Mandalorian again, season two, awesome. Episode two is coming out on the sixth, which is Friday, and then it'll be just about every Friday until Christmas, uh, the eighteenth. I think is the last one. So 
Um, tune in there. But boys, anything else before we, we move on past our Fandalorian, Mandalorian's uh, little little piece here? No, I, um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm very excited to um, to see some more Easter eggs because I felt like all of it was just so many old throwbacks that you could loosely tie together. Like again, the Pod Racer engine, yeah, um, things like that. Uh, that just. Uh, that kind of sewed it into my heart. Like it just sort of made like, Oh, you know, that's another thing. And I can't yeah. wait to see more, you know, just things. And that's that how I... it should be. It should be subtle. It shouldn't be yeah. like a solo where he goes, Hey kid, here's your first blaster. Yeah. On solos. Blaster. <laughs> it's like, yep. stop. Don't, I don't need to see that. No, I'm in agreement. <laughs> yep. I yeah. completely agree. I am enjoying the delivery scheme. I should say of how right. it's better right now. So it's an improvement. Yep. It's yeah. uh, it's very nice. Keep it subtle and uh, like they're bending, you know, like just hanging on our every word of this podcast. Keep it subtle next time, D Watch. Otherwise, I'll swing by and give you a sweet swirly. Like it's not happening, <laughs> but they're gonna make yeah. their own show. But I appreciate this one so far, and cool. I appreciate the previous season. So thanks, guys, for working really hard. Guys and gals, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're all listening, Ryan. Any final words for Disney because they're clearly listening? Mm-hmm. No, I'm. I appreciate you guys as well. And uh, yeah, they're not actually listening. Let's see what uh, season or episode two has in store for us. All right, see you on Friday. Yeah. All right. Well, and that that brings us to the end, um, boys. I know we had a whole lot more to talk about. There have been some new things going on. We'll talk about them later. Um, possibly. Oh wait. Next time we touch in here, it'll be right before Thanksgiving, and we'll give you guys a little uh, little shout out to some November news news for PlayStation. But of course, by that time, PlayStation Five will come out. I'm sure we'll have way more exciting news Ooh. than what may be out for the uh, PlayStation Plus members there. So tune in for that more. We'll of course post them up on our Facebook group. Uh, we can also just talk about it there. Uh, Facebook group is Craft Brews Geek News. But um, boys, where can the good kids find you? I can be found at Mr. Last Man on Twitter. Uh, I like to keep it on there because I like to keep it nooch. Super nooch. <laughs> Which is the first time I've ever said that in my entire life. And Super I regret nooch. for doing so. It's a very awkward word considering Just it's only part nooch. of one. Well, I, I enjoyed hearing you say it. So, Oh, that means the world to me. Thank you, buddy. It's good to know I mean the world to you. This is true. You and your haircut. <laughs> you are all about my haircut. Thank you, Lars. I appreciate it. Just it just reminds me of be just just I don't know. It reminds me of times of old. I should say. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah, just hanging out outside of a Miller's Ale House and just mm, having a good time and yeah, wings and football. And, masses. Yeah, it's a good time. It, it, it's a time yeah. of no masks and fun times. Yes. Guitar Hero. Yeah. karaoke like Jared Leto. Yeah. It was just like all about like being like, hey, let's not wear a mask and talk too close. And argh! like, and it just, it's fun to think about. So it's a good time. Exactly like Jared Leto, like Ryan said. Yeah, yep. you'll have that, of course. I tried. <laughs> all right. Ryan, where can the good people find you? Uh, mainly just on uh, Instagram at Ryan underscore guy 813. And then. Of course, I think you alluded to it a little bit ago, Donnie. The uh, Craft Brews and Geek News Facebook page where we are always putting up some really awesome articles and different things that are going on. 
uh, whether it be craft beer wise, Star Wars wise, or anything else, PS4, Xbox, whatever. Just join in the conversation. Yep, I agree. Specifically around those Star Wars. That's right. You don't want to be the individual up in the Star Wars. Yes, it's, it's <laughs> just the one. Actually, we, did we even talk about how awesome Baby Yoda was in this show? Like, I mean, he stole the show again a little bit. There's, but he was just a bystander. He yeah, was he not was even a in bystander. the show. But he had. He was like. But he had he all this. He but he did. Just, but he had all those like like cute little like. Like how many know. more horrible, horrific things can that poor baby Yoda like witness before he's scarred for life? I just can't it was wait. a long time. Well, no, you're not wrong. But I just can't wait for all the new memes that are gonna come out. Like I really can't. Yeah. Like him in a all little right, pot, right. you know? Well, if you want to okay. catch those, as Brian alluded to, please do check us out at the Facebook group Craft Rizzy News. I know I've messed up talking about it at least three times tonight. Um that's all right though. You guys can always find us um there, uh, very vibrant on the uh, Twitter handle at Brewmasters Club. YouTube is Craft Brews and Geek News. Um, same with Twitch. We occasionally Twitch a lot of pirate stuff. Sometimes it's uh, Rocket League stuff. It's a good a, time. But our our YouTube and our Twitch, we do enjoy. Um, uh, 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 we have a lot of fun. So please follow us there. And at the say as and as we say at the end of every episode, Mr. Lossman. Oh no 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 no! This backfired. I was saying. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, also, we do YouTube stuff because we had our Craft Brews and Geek News uh, Rocket League extravaganza going on this weekend. That's all I was trying to say. And as we say every week, Ryan, we always pass it to Donnie. Never. We never pass it to me. (laughs) I don't have anything. Is that what we're doing? We're just doing whispers? We're done. We're done. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers! This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.